Hi, my name is Anne McElhenney. And I'm Philip McAleer. Welcome to the Anne Film Scoop Daily Virus, where we discuss the latest news, views, advice and madness of the pandemic. It's Tuesday, December the 8th, week 37. That's nine and a half months of the two-week flatten the curve lockdown. And breaking news, by the way, this morning that I've just, just, just read just when we came over here, it's just after five o'clock. A 90-year-old woman in the United Kingdom is the first to receive Pfizer's COVID-19 vaccine. Uh, Margaret Keenan is 90. She said she felt privileged before becoming from, the first person in the United Kingdom to receive the coronavirus. And she is from? Coventry. I thought she was from Northern Ireland. Early Tuesday oh, oh, in yeah. Coventry, England. Oh, she might be from Northern Ireland, yes. but she received it in Coventry, England. Right, very good. What else is happening in the show today, Philip? Ah, uh, God bless. God bless our overlords here in Los Angeles and our overlords across the United States. In fact, we're all in this together, and uh, some of them are in it. Sh- Sheila Kuhl, who is one of the LA Board of Supervisors, we have five of them. They control the budget of LA. This is a teaser. It's a teaser. Remember that, Philip. She is, she had a lovely Italian meal, that's the tease. Okay. Okay, uh, no, and no Christmas for Californians. That's a good teaser. <laughs> <laughs> and does it matter because the COVID madness has brought us the most dangerous district attorney in the United States. And we think that that's an incredible story that maybe couldn't have happened except for during a pandemic. Maybe not, this is California after all. And remote learning is failing. A very sad story we have from um, K through 12 yeah. And, and beyond. And, and we're all in this together. Just a, a late story that I just saw there. We're all in this together, except Hollywood. Well, Hollywood tells us we're all in this together. We need to sacrifice. But do they want to sacrifice? No way, Jose. So tell me. Oh, that's my cup, cup, cup of tea. Just moving it there. Tell us about the Hollywood story. Oh, well, no, we'll do that at the end. Oh, that's, okay. That's, a little, that's, all right. that's the end finally bit at the end. So recently, and we did report on this before, that the Los Angeles County Supervisor, Sheila Cool, you know, believes... Um, strenuously believes that outdoor dining is going to, you know, is, is basically fatal. It's more, probably more dangerous in terms of contagion than any other kind of business. That's an exact quote. That's an her. exact quote from her from November the 30th. So she voted to uphold a ban, you'll remember all of this, on outdoor dining in the country. Yes. Hours after casting her vote, she was found outside at the upscale Il Forno Trattoria, where we'd love to go ourselves, we'll to go, you know. restaurant near her Santa Monica residence. Of course, Santa Monica, why wouldn't she live there? Of course not. When this lapse came to light, she didn't want to talk about it. Um, and then, you know, one of, one of her people basically said, Supervisor Cool has eaten at Il Forno virtually every night yeah. for many years. Now, a couple of things about that. Isn't it lovely? Um, We've eaten at um, Il Forno Trattoria. I think, well, I remember the first time we ate there. We've there like twice. Yes. The first time we went there, somebody invited us there. And I have to say, it, I still have it in my head because I was so uncomfortable about the prices. Um, and then we treated ourselves yes, one right. time to go. But Supervisor Cool has eaten there all the time. She eats there all the time. She's in and out of the place the whole time. Do you know what this made me? This has prompted me then to just check, just to check how much supervisor cool gets paid and by the way the idea that we have supervisors i find the phrase just terrible so she in 2019 she was employed in the los angeles county in 2019 so this is not 2019 so in 2019 which is the last year for which we have um, numbers her salary was 305,470 according to public records this salary is 154 percent higher than average and 194% higher than the median salary in Los Angeles County. And by the way, the median salary in Los Angeles County ain't small. 
And by the way, just to break that down for any of you who like to think about things on a monthly basis, her monthly salary is $25,456, Sheila. That's a and lot so of meals. About that's health. a lot of... So she is not going to Il Forno Trattoria and, and being having panic attacks about the price as I did. I mean, I, when, we start, when this story broke first and they started talking about it, I immediately thought, I, have, I know that place. I've that's been right. in that place. I remember you thinking, like, it was an enormous amount of money for, for pasta. It's pasta, basically, you know. But I just thought, you know, you know, you know exactly how much pasta. But the, the whole thing, uh, it's an expensive restaurant. This is not a regular restaurant where the rest of us would be going. It just, it brings you back constantly to that thing of these public servants and how well these public servants get paid. And it's kind of a complete, you know, reversal of history in the idea of servants, because yeah. now these servants get paid way more than the, than the people who are paying their wages. And, they get, and it's, and and it's, it's an unfireable job. And by the way, it made me uh, realize, I, I, I made a discovery yesterday. Oh, no, sorry, no. I have to make no. an apology. I have to make an apology now. An I, have, apology. I, I have to make an official apology because I have discovered something yesterday. I, I have we been have in error. You. I have misled, misled you. you. And, I, and I'm, I'm going to... We take accuracy very seriously. We take accuracy very seriously here and I'm going to clear this, mis this situation up. So Barbara Ferrer, who is the head of public health in Los Angeles County, you I have for I have for weeks and months, months been saying and telling you that she earns five hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year, and I want to apologize. To, and I to, want to apologize to Barbara Ferrer actually. Uh, um, you were so wrong. I was so wrong. That is not what Barbara Ferrer earns. Barbara Ferrer earns five hundred and eighty-five thousand one hundred and thirty-four dollars. Uh, which is $48,761 a month is in fact what she earns. Mm -hmm. This is 464% um, higher than the median salary in Los Angeles County. Um, and just to remember, of course, that Barbara Ferrer, the head of public health in Los Angeles County, is not a medical doctor. They couldn't find a medical doctor at that price, you know, unbelievable. Anyway, what else is going on here, Philem? Well, for millions of Californians, uh, the COVID-19 pandemic will, uh, will... The most unwelcome gift of all this yes. Christmas, you know, is basically you're not going to have Christmas. That's right. That's, not, that's what's happening. That there's, going to be, that there's going to be no Christmas, basically. For millions of Californians, the COVID pandemic will provide a most unwelcome gift this Christmas, a wide-ranging yeah, shutdown. So shutdowns all over. All uh, over. Restaurants, uh, their places of work. Yeah, and that yeah. the restrictions that took hold at midnight on Sunday across Southern California in the San Joaquin Valley will remain in place for at least three weeks. Yes. Meaning those regions will not be able to emerge from the state's latest stay-at-home order until December the 28th at the earliest. This is from so, the Los Angeles So you Times. will not work, you will not earn a salary, your business will not operate uh, until after Christmas, uh, when, you know, when businesses typically go through a lull, by the way. So the, the, the timing of these rules basically is just a disaster for people. Yeah. You know, when they were expecting to have some kind of respite before Christmas where they could try and make some money. But, you know, actually what's amazing about that as well is that actually, you know, I, this is typical, by the way, of California because that's bad enough. That's bad enough. That's down here in Southern California. But San Francisco, of course, have to do better, one better than that. So five counties in the San Francisco Bay Area also announced this week that they're proactively implementing the new restrictions and plan to keep oh, them in place on, until at least January the 4th. 
So even though they don't have to, they're actually going, they're, they're implementing them. And but if that's not enough madness for California, yes. Salem, we have this kind of, we have this, you know, it's a slightly, let's tangentially COVID story. Well, here. I would argue that this is part of the COVID summer of madness. You well, know? I don't know. I think, I think it's always mad all the time here in California, so we have a but new, it's got worse. We've got a new Los Angeles district attorney here, George Gascon, Gascon, yeah. Who I think was a gift from San Francisco. Oh, God bless us. And uh, he's issued a directive to prosecutors that the following misdemeanors will be declined for pros prosecution. Trespassing, disturbing the peace, driving without license, prostitution and resisting arrest. Also, there's going to be no cash bail as well. Uh, so you're going to be released. Uh, there's going to be no uh, barrier to you, you will commit a crime. You will be brought in, you will be charged and then you'll be released. Uh, there are some exemptions now, uh, but you can now drive without, without a valid license. You can uh, commit prostitution. You can resist arrest. There are actually no, there are no exceptions in the prostitution, prostitution. one, non-identified. So you can, um, you can commit prostitution. You can drive, drive to the prostitute without a valid license. You could probably even disturb the peace when you're there, and you could trespass when you're there, and you can, you can possibly um, resist arrest on another occasion. But it, boy, if you try and open your outdoor uh, patio for, uh, if you try and open your outdoor patio for food, you will be arrested. Uh, you will be prosecuted. If you try and go into a shop without a mask, you will be arrested and prosecuted. And it's very disturbing, by the way, that trespass one, you know, and the only exceptions are repeat trespass on the same public or private property. So, you know, you, know, you find a trespasser on your property, it can't, the first time, it's no good. It's, that's an exception. That itself is an exception. But by the way... You know, um, that, sorry, that's not an exception, I should say. That will not be prosecuted, well, right? Look at, that, look at that exemption there. No indicator of substance use disorder and our mental illness or homelessness. Well, that's disaster around here because people are regularly finding homelessness. What do you mean by no indica? So, uh, basically, if, if you're homeless, if you, have, if you have substance use disorder, mental illness or homelessness, you are exempt, you will not be prosecuted. Be uh, for trespassing. For trespassing. Now, this, this, may sound, this may sound minor, this may sound simple, not, right? Not where we live. Not where we live because <laughs> people are regularly coming, walking into their living room and finding a, a, a homeless person they're stealing stuff or just sitting in there taking drugs in their living room if you leave your door open or through your back patio. This is a major problem in Los Angeles that homeless are just walking into people's houses. And if you don't catch them in the actual act of stealing something, then it's a, it's a trespass and at least you could get them for that. But now it's now they won't be prosecuted for that trespass. Oh, that's terrible. So basically you're going to have homeless people in your homes all the time because they know it's unprosecutable. So, um, in other bad news, um, I'm afraid, uh, this is from the New York Times, unprecedented learning loss. United States students rack up failures as grading returns this to is, pre -pandemic This is from the New York standards. Times. Uh, this is... I, an article from the New York Times. I, I, so, I actually, Phelan didn't hear me, so I actually said that when I started. So, this is yeah, a story from right. the New York Times. Yes. <laughs> um, when the coronavirus forced an abrupt switch to remote learning in the spring, many U.S. school districts made major changes in student report cards, dropping letter grades, guaranteeing A's or ensuring that performance during the pandemic would not count against students. So kind of maybe that's OK at the beginning, that they kind of were very, very lax, because maybe like the rest of us, there was a sense that this thing was going to be, you know, that these extreme measures and the fact that children wouldn't be in school would be a two week thing, a three week thing. 
at the very most a month but obviously we're now nine months later more than nine months later and children are still not back in school and now all over the country and this new york times article is is bringing this stuff together all over the country there are these reports of you know disastrous failing so in houston the nation's seventh largest public school district which started the fall remotely 42% of students failed two or more classes in the first grading period compared to 11% in a normal wow. year. Wow. In Chicago, the nation's second largest district, 13% of high school students failed math in, f in the fall quarter compared to 9.5% last fall, which by the way was not good anyway. Yeah. The Chicago Tribune reported, students will return to the classroom there in January, according to the city's current plan. We'll see. Yeah. And in the Northside Independent School District in San Antonio, one of the nation's 30 lar largest school districts, the share of students failing at least one course in the first grading period increased from 8% last year to roughly 25%. More than half of students have opted to remain remote and those students are disproportionately poor, said the superintendent. We're obviously dealing with unprecedented learning loss and course failure, he said, and it's going to take years to mitigate. Yeah. And then Fairfax County, of course, gets mentioned because it's one of the worst situations in the country. At the Fairfax County Public Schools, the largest district in Virginia and the 11th largest in the country, an internal analysis found that the percentage of middle school and high school students earning Fs in at least two classes had jumped from 6% in the first quarter a year ago to 11% this year. Fairfax County has brought back only a small uh, fraction of its 188,000 students for in-person learning. And, and we know this, we, we, don't, you know, we don't need these statistics to tell us. We know this is hurting children, we know, uh, with both they're both unhappy and they're failing. Yeah. Um, smart kids. Smart failing. kids. Smart kids are failing, and smart kids are very, very unhappy. And you know, this is you know, it's happening. This is where the public unions meet, meet those kind of you know that, that kind of LA prosecutor type politician who 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 is enthralled to to the unions, enthralled uh, to the public sector, and not not children. Seems to think education is about teachers, not children. And now we're at a situation where children are being really, really, really hurt. And this, this, this was supposed to be two weeks. This was supposed to be a month. This is now a year. We're now at a, we're now into the second. School well, funny year. enough, today what struck me today doing these stories today is that now with that particularly with that story from um, San Francisco, people are beginning to talk about January. Now, now things are bleeding into 2021. Um, and and it's just uh, yeah it's very it's 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 very shocking because the victims here and I saw I didn't talk about it this morning but I, I saw just a tiny piece I didn't have time to look at all of it uh, a documentary that someone has made in the United Kingdom a woman who you know spent used to spend three hours a day with her mother taking care of her mother and um, she's a pharmacist and giving mm -hmm. her mother her medication, but just sitting with her mother and talking to her and holding her hands. Yeah. She's made a documentary. Uh, as I said, I haven't watched most of it. I watched a tiny piece of it this morning with her then on a Zoom with her mother and her mother inconsolable and weeping. And it's the, the saddest yeah. thing you'd ever possibly see. So on both, si on both scales of the most vulnerable, if you like, because they're always talking about vulnerable populations, the really vulnerable populations, the very, very young, and then these older populations mm -hmm. are getting, you talk about disproportionately hurt by this, yeah. you know, this is, this is who this is 
really, really hurting. Yeah, well, it's, it's it, oh, and talking of disproportionately hurt. Yeah, well, <laughs> so, let's, let, yeah, let, you know, let's go from the sublime to the ridiculous. Yeah, well, so, you know, disproportionately hurt, you know, we, we're, we're all in this together. And there's been all, all these. We're all in this together. Hollywood stars. We're not have, all in this together. Hollywood stars have been telling us we're all in this together. And, uh, you know, and, you know, I mean, this is just a, a tragedy, actually. So it's, a, it's an article in the New York Times, but it's, it's, it's everywhere, this story. Trading box office for streaming, but stars still want their money. So the studio, so Warner Brothers have announced that all their movies from next year, I think it's 16 movies, including some big ones like Dune and uh, Dune. 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 Dune, I think it's Dune, I haven't heard Dune. of that one. Dune. Dune. And is that Superwoman? And then Wonder Woman. Wonder, oh, Wonder Woman. Woman. 84, which is, you know, which, I mean, it took three quarters of a billion, right? Uh, so they are all going straight on streaming. They're not going to be released in theatres. Um, which, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a problem. Because we're all in this together and there's a coronavirus. It's a coronavirus. And a lot of theatres in LA and New York aren't open. And a lot of people won't go to the theatres. And, and, you know, it's, and, but, but people want to see these movies. And by the way, it's a great thing to see movies so it's, it's, nice. it's going to lift people it's going to yeah. be kind of a, yeah. a a premiere and all that but there's a problem with that in that these the top echelons of hollywood stars right and directors uh, uh, and writers they get a very hefty fee up front but they get a very very hefty fee at the back end if the movie does well at the box office at the box office and, and in other metrics but, but the box office is the big one and of course, this coronavirus change in releasing has meant they're not going to get their box office. And it would be wrong to call it a bonus. A bonus is normally a percentage. This is their box office bonanza, right? Um, this could be $10 million. Uh, but at least it's based, I mean, at, you know, from a, from, from a business point of view, at least it's based on money that's coming in. So now yes. the studio doesn't get that revenue stream. Yes. And so, and so, of course, I'm sure that the actors have been very reasonable for them. Yes. I'm sure the actors have well, said, look, there's a, there's a pandemic, yes. the pandemic of 2020. So, I don't expect things to be the same, yes, right? Well, the, We're all in this together. Yeah, it's very interesting. Patty Jenkins is the director of Wonder Woman. And there was made a big thing about having, helping women directors who will bring a different aesthetic and, you know, not maybe the kind of male attitudes to filmmaking and all Super that. Super aggressive and all that. Yes, yeah. yeah. She she got and demanded ten million for 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 the, her movie not being uh, oh as a as a kind of a, a consolation off, as a price. consolation price ten million is she so, the only one uh, Gal Gadot I believe got it as well according to reports but Warner Brothers that was the first one they announced then they just announced all of them are going to be uh, all of them are going to be moved on to uh, online and uh, uh, they they haven't come to any arrangement with anyone about uh, paying them the back end. And as, as, as this article says, I've spent all weekend with my lawyers, right? Okay. <laughs> all these agents, all these uh, uh, managers, actors, they are in litigation. They are going crazy. And they're calling Warner Brothers former brothers. Oh. Right, and they're talking about they're, they're, they're disguises as oh you used to be so artist friendly and now you're just throwing my movie onto the TV that's not what's getting you I, know, I mean it is probably getting some people annoyed who've made a movie that they want to be in the theatre but by the way all movies end up on TV in, I was going to say eventually not even eventually because it's a very short window now very quickly you're on pay for view and then you're on Netflix or whatever so uh, and I would imagine most people on the planet see their movie either on a computer screen or on a TV uh, so anyway, basically, the, we're all in this together, except Hollywood elites. Now, this is not the, these are not the, the 
people who put on the makeup, the people who do the costumes, the people who do the cameras. These are the people, these are you know the top five paid people on the project. And people should be paid, but Hollywood, stop telling us we're all in this together. If, if you're happy enough, if you're okay with waitresses losing their jobs and people who own restaurants losing their jobs and people who work in shops losing their jobs and people who drive taxis losing their jobs, if you're okay with that and you're doing all these public service announcements, then please take the sacrifice yourself. Uh, it's a pandemic. And it's not a bad sacrifice, yeah. by the way. You've got millions and millions of dollars up front that you've been paid already and you're not getting a back end. Oh, boo-hoo-hoo, you know, as, a, as film says, but also spare a thought for all the people whose businesses have been annihilated. People who have lost a business that they've, that they maybe even a family business yeah. that they've had for generations that is gone, 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 and yep. will never come back yep. because of this pandemic. And we're meant to feel sympathetic to you. And these people are suing. They're actually going to oh, sue. Yeah, they're they're going to try and destroy Warner Brothers uh, because they're not getting their way and they don't like it. Yeah. Um, you know, these are people who live in homes, you know, like 43 million, 50 million dollar homes. And, and, and fair play to them. But good luck. Stop great. telling us we're all in this but together. We're not all in this together. That's the main point, actually. Yes. We're just not all in this together. Yeah. And um, and by the way, talking of which, we are very lucky here to live in Southern California where the weather's nice. Yes. So we get out. And for people living where the weather is not nice, this and, is a really, really and difficult. And during a lockdown. I mean, it's people... a terrible time. And it's very difficult for parents. And it's, oh, it's just, just very difficult for, for many, many people. And Phelan did the story yesterday. I wasn't here yesterday about love is not tourism. All the people that are being yeah. separated from their loved ones across, across continents and countries. So this is a tough time for people. So Hollywood, suck it up and get over yourselves. Your lives are gorgeous. Yes. Um, and we will see you tomorrow. Tomorrow is the scoop. Yes. And on Thursday, we will be coming to you from Florida, yes. where we are off um, doing on our secret... Um, Mission. assignment yes but we will we'll talk more about that so till then take care see you tomorrow bye be well bye